You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live fantasy booking podcast in the world. This is the most realistic fantasy booking in the world, I should say, Mikey. Wait, I already took gave away I already gave away who my host is, my co-host is. It's Mikey Less Than Man Freddy. That that's the name, I guess. Very good. I really botched this opening, but I'm gonna continue it. How's it going, Mikey? Good. I got to see a Scott documentary two days ago. Oh, then my nickname is Apropos. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it was really sweet. It was like they're they're doing like a little premiere event where they're going like like around the country. They're doing little premiere things, and they did one in Asbury. And I was like, <gasps> "What was the documentary called?" Or what? And also, what was it about? I guess. Well, it was called "Pick It Up," a Scott documentary. Mm-hmm. And it was about uh, just how Scott came to be and like what it's become and it's big boom in the 90s and whatnot you know is it coming back uh they're trying <laughs> <laughs> there's actually uh they did interviews with a ska band who formed in 2011 okay it's still old i mean it's still eight years ago i mean but that that's like way past ska's prime i guess so, yeah i guess it's fair is like a lot of these bands have, that are make still making music have been around since ska was big you know but these people formed way after they're your six wave ska yeah uh i mean i've been like obsessed with them the they're called the interrupters by the way uh very good band would you say the documentary ended up being very good yeah i enjoyed it a lot would you call it a skymentary a skockumentary yes a skankumentary i actually i actually did uh a documentary about ska in like my senior year of high school for a TV production class mm-hmm. that was entirely B-roll or interviews <laughs> and nothing Very else. Nice. Very nice. Because uh, I didn't know how to do documentaries and I didn't have any footage of anything of like shows or anything so it was just entirely pictures or interviews and I called it a documentary. <laughs> well, of course. If you're going to give it a ska documentary, it's got to be a portmanteau. Oh, yeah. Just to give you a little update, 
I think I may have passed my kidney stone. I'm not sure. I feel like that's I feel like that's something you wouldn't you would be pretty sure about. So to give an update after last week, after my (laughs) drug induced (laughs) podcast hosting last week, (laughs) podcasting last week. Um, so I had, there was one day where I had like an immense amount of like kidney ureter pain Mm -hmm. and like, it was like, it felt like it was all backed up or whatever. And I had a lot of pain there. So I went to the bathroom multiple times and like not a lot of stuff was coming out. So I was just trying to do my best drinking water and yada, yada, yada. Then I went to the bathroom at one point and like that pain like felt like it was flushing out of me as i was going to the bathroom interesting so and then when i strained strained my urine there was there was something in the strainer yes i know we're what less than five minutes in this podcast we're talking about pee but when i strained my urine it there was something in there but it didn't look like a stone it didn't look like you know anything I've I know, would know of what a kidney stone looks like, so I was very confused because I was like, "Is this it?" Since then, I haven't had any kidney pain. I haven't been on any pain medicine. I've just continued drinking water, but uh, I don't know. I, I maybe I passed it. Maybe I haven't. I'm not sure at all, Mikey. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yes, I have a doctor's appointment uh, today to maybe find out what is wrong with my body. Um, and maybe that's the kidney stone. I would, I, I really hope it is, Mikey, because if it's not, then it's like, well, then I have no idea what caused the kidney stone. Because, like, there's, like, maybe, like, five different kinds of kidney stones. They're all dependent on, like, diet, you know. Maybe I had too many almonds, you know, and I have a kidney stone. There's, there's so many different varieties of them. So, like, without the stone, you don't know what the issue was yeah so i don't have the stone i can't change my diet to get have less of a likelihood of having stones so no pressure on me i guess but uh (laughs) i really i really hope this is the one i really hope this is the goddamn stone i hope it is too for both our sakes yeah i don't know why (laughs) i don't know why it's both our sakes maybe maybe less stone talk uh, but I, but anyways, yeah, the game is still in play, Mikey. So at any point, you could easily, uh, if you remember the game, at any point, yes. you can you can ruin me. Well, not ruin me. I guess be- the betterment for me. <laughs> Interrupt. You can be the interrupters today. Very good. Let us start booking our gosh damn show, Mikey. Are you ready? Yeah. No, Mike. I asked. Are you ready? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender. Oh, let's get ready to book it. So last week, we continued our WWE vacant WWE championship tournament to find a new WWE champion by SummerSlam, which you can predict those results by going to challenge, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E, dot com slash by drew b-y-e-d-r-e-w you can predict and win one free month of the wrestling streaming service of your choice so go there today and predict it but mikey we are 
I guess the only ones that know the results of the first four round one matches. We yep. have two more today. Um, so we have to book those. Uh, but then also some bad things happened last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, to put it to put it lightly, uh, bad things happened badly. Our women's champion got injured for 16 weeks. Ay, ay, hacha, hacha, Naomi is out for 16 weeks, uh, right, right on the heels of our WWE champion being hurt. So we are without a WWE champion. What a blast that is. <laughs> <laughs> we are without a WWE champion. We have a way to get one, but it's going to still take a while. And we are currently without a women's champion. No women's champion. No WWE champion. Ryan, what are we going to do? <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> we have empty belt. The The vacant uh, Twitter page is freaking out about being a double champion. The first ever WWE and women's champion. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking intergender wrestling over here, my boy. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's not my problem, but someone over here is a uh, is handling the women's division. Yeah, that would be me. And now I got to figure out what the hell I'm gonna do about this. Yeah, uh, and this is the go home show, so you have just this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but it is like cosmically funny. <laughs> you're, so, you're so mad. I could see it in this Skype video recording. You're so angry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mikey. I had an idea, but it kind of doesn't work because I know we kind of need the women's championship match at Stopping Grounds to happen. Mm-hmm. Because we can't really go this long without two titles. Yeah, I guess when we when we start talking about the women's division, you can maybe mention what that idea is. But until then, let's talk about what we have so far. And what we have so far, Mikey, are two round one matches. That being The Miz versus Jeff Hardy and Velveteen Dream versus Roman Reigns. They got some good matches going in there. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the first round match. The Miz versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, right off the bat, we'll, of course, be doing our secrets. <laughs> Secret, secret, booking. secret. Booking. We just don't say secrets. it out loud. Um, immediate question: uh, When it was Braun Strowman versus Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy and um, the Miz were helping manage those two in their matchup. Is that happening here? Miz is being managed by Braun. Jeff Hardy's being ma- managed by Mysterio. Sure. Okay. Cool. So Miz Strowman, Jeff Hardy, Mysterio. Cool. Mm. So now in the secret mode, Mikey, who are your picks? Uh, if you have the sheets open, which you do, who are your pick? Who is your pick to win this this gosh dang thing? I think you know. I think you already know my pick. Is it this guy? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, well, there's an argument for this guy. I mean, I agree with you, but you know, I kind of have a a little bit of a plan here. I guess that's fair, but. I could also see this. Mm-hmm. I I could I could realistically see this more. Yeah. Uh, I'm disappointed in this because I think they've been doing a great job, but 
I could see this more, especially with what we were leading to. Yeah. So we'll do that then. Okay. I think, we're, I think it sounds like we're in agreement. Yeah, I guess we do that then. Okay, that person is the winner. Um, let's move on to the next round one matchup. A tougher round one matchup that I'm already going to put in our main event spot. That's fair. Velveteen Dream versus Roman Reigns. Big buddy match right here. Yes. Um, history here being that never happened one-on-one, but in that fatal four-way leading up to Money in the Bank, Roman Reigns pinned Velveteen Dream. So, Ooh, history. There is a history a little bit there. But I'm sure Velveteen Dream would love to have a match one-on-one against Roman Reigns. Oh, I'm sure. Secret booking time. Mikey, oof, what are you what are you thinking? I'm thinking either this person or this person. Wow, you really picked both people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, you know what? It, I think in the end it's gonna be one of these two guys. Wow, what yeah, I love the stance you're making, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> it's for sure gonna be one of these two people. So the winner of this match will be facing the winner of Ms. Jeff Hardy. Yes. I don't know if that helps in any capacity, but that uh, is something to keep in mind. It is like a like definite, like whichever one we choose, we're, this is the path we're going. Yeah. You know, that like, you know, Roman wins. He it's Roman. He wins. Makes sense, I guess. WWE Championship makes sense. It's his yard. It's his yard. Defend his yard. If Dream wins, that's huge. That, yeah, that's another. Thing. That's another story. That that could be the, but the start of a little bit of a rivalry as well. Ooh, that could be a fun rivalry. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns and Velveteen Dream going at it. But we could also maybe start the rivalry already since Roman Reigns has a pinfall victory. And if he gets two over Dream, that could also start a rivalry. Yeah. So you could start a rivalry, I guess, either way. But, uh, yeah, it's a toss-up. Uh, Poor Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns rivalry getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I'm so upset that that's how we've had to push that off a million times. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I was very excited about that I quit match. Me too. Mm. What's your pick here? Gun to your head. Uh, gun to my head. Secret bullets to your head. Gun to my head. Probably this guy. I just think they are a good competitor going forward. And it could be a little bit of... It could be a surprise. Um... Because people might be expecting this person. True. And I think going forward, he would make for some good matches. Yeah, there, there, some good matches can be, be... We know for certain that good matches can be pulled out of this person. Yeah. Moving forward. Especially with the next opponent of who we picked in the last match. Last yeah. one-on-one match. For sure, for sure. I think I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's tough... But, like, this person, I, th- I think it just makes sense. I think of where we are we're, we're headed, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where the, the other person doesn't need a win, 
because they're in like a, like another feud, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, not really. Kind of, sorta. Uh, I think where we're going makes sense. I think it'd be uh, sort of kind of a surpri- kind of a surprise. I think it would be kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Great, great. So I think we've decided this person is moving on into round two. But you can make those predictions at home if you go to again challenge.com slash buy Drew. And if you make your predictions, you can possibly win a free month of I don't know, WB Network or NJBW World or whatever the heck you want. You can win it if yeah. you make your predictions and have the most correct predictions. So again, that is challenge.com slash buy Drew. Mikey, ready to move on to the rest of our show? Yeah, totally. Let's let's take a I guess we're going to have to take a quick pit stop. Maybe not pit stop, might might just take the whole detour into the women's division. Well, I guess you can start off easily. We do have an idea. You pitched the idea of a contract signing today uh, between Shayna Baszler and Ruby Riot to make official their false count anywhere match at Stomping Grounds. Oh yeah, but of course you also have after last week a lot to figure out. Yeah. So what is happening in the women's division today? Okay, so I think we saved the contract signing for last because I kind of have an idea of how to get the women's division back on track a little bit. Okay. My pitch for the women's division is that tonight we get two triple threat matches and the two winners of the triple threat matches go head to head at stopping grounds for the title. Whoa. Okay. That's big. That's, I feel like that's good. That's solid. Just a quick little, you know, qualifier thing. Yeah. Okay. So I think the triple threat matches are, Natalia, Dana Brooke, and Bianca Belair. Oh, interesting. And then we get Charlotte Flair, Zelina Vega. Mm, maybe not Zelina. I was thinking Charlotte Flair, Carmella, and either Tamita or Zelina, and I'm not sure which. They both rhyme. <laughs> Thank you. Why why Tamina or Zelina? Is there any reference is there any reason? Is there any reason why not, like, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss? I feel like they're more looking at they're more towards the tag team titles than the singles title mm-hmm. at this point. Um, so I'm kind of between the singles competitors at the moment, ATM. Nice. Nice millennial talk. Yeah, right? Gotta, gotta, gotta broaden our audience. <laughs> Get those Gen Z kids in here. <laughs> uh, so Tamina or Vega? And I was thinking either one of those two because I feel like they both kind of need a little more of a push here. And I think putting them in the title, putting them possibly in the title picture could definitely help. Do you have a preference on which one? Um, Or you're you're leaning towards? I mean, I think think out of the people here, I think Tamina would definitely need a rub, you know? Mm -hmm. Tamina would make more sense almost. I think Tamina needs the rub, but I the thing is, I think Tamina needs the rub, but I think Zelina would make more sense because she was in action more often. Okay. And doing stuff, and she had a little bit of a rivalry with Carmella, who's in this match, you know. True. That is very true. Um, You know what? Let's just go with Zelina then. Let's just, that's fine. Okay. Okay. We got a stomping grounds qualifiers. Qualifiers. Sure. Of Natalia Dana Brooke and Bianca Belair in one triple threat. 
and another mm-hmm. one being Charlotte Flair, Carmella, Zelina Vega. And another one. The winners of each go on to fight for the vacant women's title at Stomping Grounds. Mm-hmm. Mikey, who are the winners of each? I think if you're looking at these, it's actually pretty clear who's winning. Okay. And that is? I think it's. I think we just do Natalia Charlotte Flair again. Natalia Charlotte Flair round two. Is that too? Is that too obvious? Maybe. Okay. Well, it's it's your decision. I mean, there, I mean, there's an there's there's like kind of there's an argument for Bianca. I think also. Mm-hmm. Uh, since she was uh, Naomi's partner. Hmm. Um. But I think we were really trying to build Natalia. So I think if she wins here, it would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess that's my argument. And Plus Charlotte you Flair. A, you need a face. Yeah. And I feel like Natalia going against Carmella or Zelina could be good, but I know her and Charlotte Flair could do great because we've done it in the past that they were great. So... I think we just do round two. I think that makes sense. Honestly, I feel like that makes sense. Um, contract sounding Basil and Riot. Oh, it goes it goes to shit, of course. <laughs> uh, let me just write that down. It goes goes to shit. What happens? Ruby Riot signs it that she's like talking shit toward Baszler. Baszler, her and Baszler start fighting. Baszler puts Riot through the table. Then Baszler signs it and walks away. Baser puts Riot through the table. Yes, nice little suplex. Yeah, I because we had Ru- we had Ruby calling out Baszler last week, so I think Baszler putting Riot through the table is like why you like it's almost like her being like, "Ooh, you might you might have bit off more than you can chew," you know. Also, this is the reversal, sort of 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 when they first originally both kind of got you know kayfabe injured, uh, where Riot put Baszler through a table with that jumping, that leaping senton where here Baszler is putting Riot through the table. Yeah. As they head into stomping grounds. Oh yeah. And the table has two stickers of the rest of the Riot squad on them. Perfect. Nice. Got him. Flawless. It has Jim, Jim, the Anvil Nightheart. <laughs> it was a weird, that was a weird, I, I guess I get it, but it was kind of weird. <laughs> I think I think WWE really needs to s- stop doing this weird line between reality and booking, mm-hmm. and just book keep things separate. <laughs> yeah, it's like let's make it more. They're like let's make it realistic and like sports oriented, and they did it by like making real life things happen in the show. I don't like I don't like that. Like I don't like I I didn't like the angle where they where Ruby Riot was like, haha, look, your dad died, idiot. Yeah, that's saying it like that is really not a great angle. <laughs> or I don't really enjoy the uh Seth Becky angle right now. Mm-hmm. That's happening. Like that could have just stayed private, you know? <laughs> Like, let them live their life, but also keep booking them separate. Like, why do we need to book them together now? That, Like, sure, we know they're together, but we don't, they don't need to be booked together, you know? Great point. Very great point. Like, like we like we know they're dating. Cool, that's fine. Let them date. 
Well, Mikey, what you're missing is that this is all this is all to set up for mixed match mixed match challenge when the fall rolls around. I mean, you're right. This is all this is all this is all long term booking for mixed match challenge. Hooray. This is all advertising. This is what everyone's forgetting about WWE. They're all a- always advertising for mixed match challenge. You got Andrade and Vega. You got Becky and and Seth. You got Baron uh, Corbin and Lacey Evans. Yeah, that them. You can even replace Vega of Charlotte Flair if you wanted to. Well, they're probably gonna now. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I would tune into that mixed match challenge if it was Andrade and Flair versus Becky and Rollins. Seth. And, yeah, that's oof. That's a goddamn. That's a match and a half right there. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Great, great. Uh, what do I have? I have. Well, I can do a tweak, and I have only one more. One more veto. Do I have, only, do I have any pivots left? I don't remember. Doesn't I matter. Think, I think you have user. one more veto. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm not using a veto. I think qualifiers make sense. Um, if I wanted to use my veto, I I probably could and suggest maybe just do like one big scrum at stomping grounds. You know, you know, one big like six person match battle royal or something six six pack challenge between all six of these people um you know maybe i could like have a, la- <gasps> a ladder match a ladder match mikey's thinking mikey's think mikey's scratching his beard <laughs> he's he's thinking desperately uh that's not bad it's just six of the, just the six of these people instead of two triple threats now we just build a ladder match for stopping grounds. Mm-hmm. And GM Page announcing that could easily be the show opener. What do I like better? <laughs> what 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 is nice about about not having the qualifiers and having the ladder match at stomping grounds is one, you then can choose whoever you want as d- women's champion. Mm-hmm. Whether it be Bianca, whether it be Carmella, whether it be Talia or Flair, here you're stuck in it being the Talia and Flair, which people like, people don't like, whatever. But if you make it the six pack challenge or six woman ladder match, it can be whoever. You can even make it an eight woman ladder match and include like Royce and Bliss, and then you and then you at Stomping Grounds have the option to do whatever you want like you can pick like literally because then you you are also building towards SummerSlam. you have like literally you can be like i fine uh carmella is the champion and i'm gonna book this is the storyline i'm gonna book towards SummerSlam. what mm-hmm. SummerSlam women's card makes is the biggest draw for you yeah i think i like the ladder match better Okay. Ladder match it is. So we're cutting all of this. Yeah. We're cutting these two matches. Uh, we're going to announce the... I like eight women ladder match. GM Page announces a eight... That's asterisk. Eight women ladder match. Between whom? Uh, those six people that we just had. God, I gotta remember it. Uh, so it was, it was Natalia, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Zelina Vega. Uh, two more people, Mikey. Uh, 
I mean, Tamina. And Bliss. Ooh, and Alexa Bliss. So an eight-woman ladder match. Natalia, Brooke, Belair, Flair, Carmella, Vega, Tamina, and Bliss. Belair, Flair, Zelina, Tamina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to ladder our rhymes out of here. So for all this is for the vacant SmackDown Live Women's Champion Championship. Sorry. And it takes place at Stomping Grounds. Yeah. That is that is a match. That is a match for Stomping Grounds. Mm-hmm. I think we need to build Iconics and whoever the women's tag team champions are right now. Empresses of the Night. Yeah. That could be we have one more match available to us at Stomping Grounds, Mikey. That could be it. I think we need to I need to I think we need to do that because I feel like we haven't done anything with the women's tag titles in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um what would you like to do with them? Let's the do hmm. Iconics calling out the Empresses of the Night. Do they just straight up challenge them to a match of stopping grounds? Sure. I don't see why not. I mean, you're the, you're the beholder of the women's division. Yeah, I'll see that. They just call them out and challenge them to a match. Uh, Empresses of the Night say they're willing to take on all comers, and they accept. After a little back and forth, of course, but... Is this happening in the ring area, or is this happening backstage? I think this is happening in the ring, and then... I don't know if I want the Empresses of the Night to be there in person, or if I want them to be on the Titantron. <laughs> What what's what's your envision? What are you envisioning in your head? I think I like better the Empresses of the Night being there because they're not really the type to chicken out and just do a Titan a Titantron promo, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it makes more sense for them to come out and be on the ramp, and then kind of they'd be like, "Yes, we accept the challenge. We'll take on all comers. We're fighting champions." Blah blah blah. Perfect. Makes sense. Perfect. And we got our we got a full ass card here, Mikey. Oh yeah. There's only one match I have to announce for the tag team division, but I think that's fairly apparent where that's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess actually we can find out after the break what's happening in the tag team division. Yeah. Great, cool. Um until then, we'll be back. And we are back. Our new 24-7 champion is Samoa Joe. Wow, what a way to come back in. <laughs> what a way to return to the Thunderdome. Yeah, you were you were talking about last week about how like our 24-7 championship actually has like a lot of prestige behind it. Yeah, like big people are getting it, and Samoa Joe is one of them. Uh wow. Don't make fun of him for his weight, Mikey. How dare you? How rude. I did not I did not. You mean said to big do that. people are winning it. Big person a big stars big personality shut up fair enough so yeah it's the title has gone from kevin owens i don't remember who he beat to get it was it bray wyatt maybe i think so either way but it's gone from kevin owens to shinsuke to samoa joe okay it's this is like the we're in like one of those periods where like the hardcore championship was like being regularly like defended by like quote unquote actual wrestlers yeah 
This is what that's what's happening here. Yes, is, I'm sure what's happening is that it's being defended on Raw, and Shinsuke loses to Samoa Joe. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, Samoa Joe is your 24 seven champion. Uh, does anything like that happen on our show? Where we left off is Heath Slater vowing revenge for Rhino's honor. Yeah, he has his open challenge at Stomping Grounds. Oh, yes, that's right. He, Heath Slater 24-7 champion call-out. Yeah, he's, he's calling out whoever the 24-7 champion is come Stomping Grounds. So if anything, maybe a segment, because we didn't really announce that he's doing that yet, but maybe just like a segment where it's like Heath Slater backstage uh, says that uh, he, it, let's, how about this? How, here's a pitch. Here's, here's, here's a pitch. Okay. Heath Slater backstage says that he is going to call out the 24-7 champion tonight. Tonight? Tonight. This is happening okay. backstage. Samoa Joe walks into the door with the, t- with the title. Mm-hmm. St- and stares Heath Slater down. Then Heath Slater, then Heath Slater says... Sorry, I, stomping grounds. <laughs> Gonna challenge at stomping grounds for the twenty four seven championship. Whoever that may be, Wh- whoever that can be, uh, I'll, I'll challenge there. <laughs> I thought you so, said you were challenge. No, no, no. I bet that stomping grounds. At stomping grounds. Uh, you heard wrong. <laughs> and he runs away. Yes, I like it. I think it's funny. I think it's a good way to do uh, Samoa Joe. Oh, Slater. Oh, that's oh Slater is terrifying. Let's talk tag. Let's talk tag. What is happening in a tag division? Our slash wrestling tag team talk. Mm-hmm. Last week, obviously, there was the Usos making the save against AOP. Oh yeah. So I feel like it's only right. To have the Usos versus AOP. Okay. I like it. Revival and the New Day are on commentary. Wow. Taking up all the commentary tables. Well, I imagine New Day have their own commentary table. (laughs) And the Revival are just sitting with everybody else. Yeah, they're sitting with Corey Graves while New Day has their own table. I love it. And I'll say it, Mikey. Usos get the victory here. Ooh, okay. We're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have Jay pin uh Acum. Bold move. On sort of a I and I when I say they get the victory here, I think it's maybe sort of a distraction a little bit by the new day. Mm-hmm. You know, following a distraction by the new day. Okay. It's not like a roll-up or anything. They're able to do their finisher, but they do get the win. I like it. Uh, and then following ma- the match... Ooh, do I do this? Is this the person I choose? AOP, Powerbomb, Kofi Kingston through the commentary booth. Okay. Through the new, new, through the new day commentary booth. Okay. That's kind of wild. And, and and also, I'm going to announce at Stomping Ground, should say, Revival, AOP, New Day, Usos, SmackDown Live tag team match for the championship, Fatal 4-Way. 
Uh, I like Uso's AOP, and I like AOP doing some destruction on New Day after the match. Do the one thing I'm asking is what are the what is the revival doing during all of this? Oh, maybe that, maybe that. What about this? AOP power Kofi Kingston, the New Day commentary, and Wilder through the normal commentary. Oh, okay. So AOP just destroys. It's like it's like a double power bomb. It's like a double power bomb happens. So AOP just goes after Revival and New Day, mm-hmm. and leave the Usos in the ring after they beat them. Or the Usos are probably gone by now. Usos are gone by now. Okay. Sure. Celebrating their victory. Fair enough. So they just get pissed off and just beat up on Revival and New Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. Thoughts on power bombing Kofi Kingston. Keep in mind, Kofi Kingston is not in the the tag team title match on Sunday. I think I think it's since they're just pissed off, it's just they're just power bombing whoever they can get their hands on at that moment. Yeah, they're not powerbombing Big E. They're not powerbombing Xavier Woods. They're powerbombing Kofi Kingston, who was not in the match on Sunday. In fact, he's in his own WWE Championship Round 1 qualifying match against Ricochet. That's interesting. Should I, cha- should I change it to someone else or keep it? Um, I, guess, I guess you're trying to save your tweaks until I'm f- completely done with my idea. Yeah, for sure. But uh, just, I guess I'll let that marinate in your skull... Well, I'll do... Okay, I know what I'm doing. I know it's my additional thing. Jeff Hardy is thanking Rey Mysterio for being in his corner last week. For Not last week, this week. They handshake, and then Mysterio leaves. Then, uh lights flicker okay around jeff hardy Ooh, okay and that's it and then Ooh. that's everything i'm doing in the tag team division this week okay bold i like it yes bold bold possibly indeed mikey thoughts what you got i think you have one veto do you have both vetoes no i used one last week you're right okay well then you got a veto you got a tweak what would you like to do um, I like it. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Um, actually, maybe I do have one tweak. I think that I like AOP getting mad and attacking, but I think we should have everyone involved. So I think it should be like the the Usos and the Revival start fighting and the New Day and AOP start fighting. And we just get a big tag team brawl. A big tag team brawl. That ends with AOP powerbombing Kofi Kingston and Wilder through the commentary booths. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that's a good uh, that's a good tweak. I think that it makes sense. Ha- keep the Usos involved. The Usos get the win, but they don't win the brawl at the end. Like so the Usos sort of get make... the win and maybe AOP like start beating up on the Usos and then New Day come to save the Usos and then Revival comes in and starts beating up New Day and it's just a mess for a little while, you know? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Cool. I like it. I like that. Uh, you got a veto? No, I like it. Thoughts on the Jeff Hardy segment? I'm into it. I kind of want to see where this lights flickering thing is going. So we have two matches left to book. Yeah. What would we like to do? Um, do we have maybe Cesaro and 
Pete Dunne have matches against people? That might make the most sense. Based on what I'm looking at our Stomping Grounds card, I feel like that makes the most sense to have them in matches. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cesaro versus whom? You got technically Mysterio. Mm-hmm. You got Apollo Crews, who is not kayfabe injured, but he's just hurt. I guess he is kayfabe injured to an extent. Mm-hmm. We're just not going to talk about Apollo Crews right now. Yeah, we're just going to. Mikey and I in text conversation were like, should we like not say that he's kayfabe injured after Naomi got injured in real life for 16 weeks? Yeah, that seems bad. <laughs> Can I hit you with a pitch? Of course. Of course you can. Cesaro versus Kofi. Okay. Ricochet versus Dunn. I'm into it. And let's say the Kofi thing happens before the tag match. Okay, I'm into it. Almost like little like previews for our two matches happening at Stomping Grounds. Yeah. Ricochet versus Pete Dunn. Now the tough part, Mikey, who wins? <laughs> um who the hell gets who gets the win and who uh gets some sort of momentum heading into stooping grounds. Um cuz I'll be honest, I don't know. I kind of want Cesaro and Pete Dunne to both win. But throwing in Kofi and Ricochet really adds a little wrinkle, doesn't it? Really, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, it does. Should it be Kofi versus Pete Dunne and Cesaro versus Ricochet? That'd be easier to... Because right now, it's like, I don't know if any of these people... None of these people can win or lose right now, maybe. Mm-hmm. If anything, I think Cesaro could use the win. Yeah. But Kofi can't use the loss, especially when he gets powerbombed through a table later in the match, later in the show. Hmm. So what about that? Pete Dunn versus Kofi Kingston, Ricochet versus Cesaro. Does that help you at all? I'm thinking if anybody beats Pete Dunn, then they're in line for a title shot at some point. Assuming Pete Dunn leaves stomping grounds with the title. Yeah. And so that is that why you liked Ricochet as that other person? Maybe I like Ricochet Dunn. I think I think I'm going back to Ricochet Dunn and Kingston Cesaro. I know that makes Cesaro Kingston harder, but hmm. so you're thinking. So you're saying Ricochet picks up the victory against Pete Dunn? Is it sounds like that's what you're saying? I think I think I want Ricochet to beat Pete Dunn, and I think I want Cesaro to win his match. Ri- Cesaro wins against Kofi. Ricochet beats Pete Dunne. Yeah. Are we all concerned about Kofi getting a loss and then getting powerbombed? A little bit. I don't really I know. Think it's fine. We could you know what? I think it's though. fine. I'll, I'll reverse on that statement. Okay. I think, look, think about it, Mikey. Think about it in terms of real life, right? Mm-hmm. Kofi is in this WWE Championship tournament. Kofi Mania has never happened in our universe. Yeah. 
So New Day still won Kofi to eventually win the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. If Kofi loses here and then gets powerbombed at the table, he is definitely starting at the bottom and the least fresh going to stomping grounds. For sure. So maybe that is a way to help kickstart if we then decide Kofi to win because he is against Ricochet, who I also love to push into the moon. Mm -hmm. But it could start possibly the summer of Kofi. Okay. Instead of Kofi Mania, it could start summer of Kofi. All right. So I think in real life, I think this would be an argument of being like people would maybe... Real life, I think people would be like upset that Kofi's getting this treatment and he should be getting a WWE championship opportunity. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just, you know, pulling a reason out of my butt, which I am <laughs> because that's half of the show. I mean, it makes it makes sense, though. But it makes sense. Like, like Kofi would be like, what the hell? Like in New Day, I'm sure would also be able to jump on top of that idea of being like. Our boy can still do it. He's the best. He can beat it. You know, he could he can do it, but it's going to be tough for Kofi for him to overcome Ricochet, a nice up and comer who is now also have a hot streak of defeating Pete Dunn in a match while Kofi loses a match and then it gets powerbombed through a table. Yeah, he's just getting destroyed tonight. We could easily switch the powerbomb through the table to someone else. I mean, yeah, I feel like it would make more sense for it to be somebody in the tag team match so AOP can gain some sort of advantage. Yeah. So let's say Woods. Okay, that sounds good. Woods is just getting his butt kicked by everyone. Do we want to make it Big E then? Yeah, let's probably make it Big E. That'd be more impressive, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because Woods has gotten, like, kayfabe hurt by AOP so many times. It's like, let's make it Kofi. No, it can't be Kofi. Let's Let's make it Woods. Oh, he's been getting beat up a lot lately. He's gotten, like, kayfabe injured, like, a million times by AOP. And the, and the revival, now that I think about it. All right, let's do Big E, then. Let's do Big E. I agree. And then that sets up everything, I guess. Yeah. For Stomping Grounds. Um, we're all set here on our show. I sort of have been putting it in order. Mikey, if you want to look at it real quick, I've been sort of putting it in order of what... I guess would make sense. We're starting off GM page announcing the eight woman ladder match. Miz mm-hmm. versus Hardy. Iconics calling out the Empress of the Night. Cesaro Kingston. Heath Slater backstage. Ricochet Pete Dunn. Jeff Hardy backstage. Usos AOP. Contract signing. Velveteen Dream. Roman Reigns. I like it. Yeah, I feel like that. I was trying to like making it as we do it. Makes the most sense to me. I like it. That's a good card. Great. Uh, let's see how badly we it gets ruined. Thanks to the randomizer. Yikes. Mikey, what is the randomizer? Please tell our audience as I refresh this page. Oh, Jesus. The randomizer is our way of implementing the anything can happen nature of WWE into our show. Um, whether it be an injury, uh, a botched match ending, anything like that that you could think of, we have it on the randomizer. Especially ways to like get like, you know, things that we cannot control or like we cannot write ourselves like injuries or in the case of our WWE champion a well a wellness policy violation or in the case of our SmackDown Live Women's Champion uh... a gi- a big old injury so um okay oh thank god oh my god okay oh my god I almost had a heart attack what do we got 
it was lingering on major injury for way too long, <laughs> which would have been a D12 plus two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it switched last second. Fantastic. Add a match. Add a match? Add a match. Someone went really short in a match length. Okay. And so you now have to add a match to hit the two-hour mark. You have to add an entire gosh dang match, and I do not know what that match would be. Okay, so we need a, we need a sixth match. We need a sixth match. Okay. Hmm. Who in the heck could that be? Hmm. Did we do Heath Slater versus Samoa Joe? I mean, we could, I guess. It would it would undermine that whole segment. I think I like just Heath Slater being like, I'm challenging the 24-7 champion, and Joe's like, okay. <laughs> just like, sure. And then they fight. Joe wins. And then Heath Slater comes back to stopping grounds and is like, all right, I'm sick of losing. Whoever it is, I'm winning tonight. No matter who the 24-7 champion is, get out here. We're fighting. I like how in these instances, Heath Slater doesn't know who the 24-7 champion is. <laughs> well, know? it's not that he doesn't know. It's that we don't know who it's going to be. I guess that's fair. Uh, so what would that happen? If we do, I like the idea of doing Heath Slater challenging 24-7 champion tonight. Samoa Joe. Yes. We then have to cut that segment and change it to a whole new segment. Or we can just cut the segment and make it a match. Well, we still need to have five segments, my man. Well, we don't need to cut that segment. We can just keep it there because he, he gets a backstage interview and he's like, I'm going to challenge whoever the 24-7 champion is and they're, they're yelling about it. Then Samoa Joe comes up and accepts the challenge and then they have the match. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. So so Heath Slater says he's challenging the 24-7 champion tonight. Samoa Joe comes face-to-face and accepts while putting fear into Slater. Oh, Slater... Then the match happens, and it's Heath Slater versus Samoa Joe. Yep. Quick-ass match. Samoa Joe wins. Yep. What Does Samoa Joe... Does the, okay, so I know we have to add a match, but does the match even happen? It doesn't say... It just say we have to add a match, but does the match happen? Could it just be that, like, Samoa Joe comes out, like, you know, does that, like, juke sort of, like, yo, what's up? thing to Heath Slater and maybe Heath Slater just grabs a mic and says like uh, sorry I meant stomping grounds stomping grounds it, like we just extend the segment to where the match would be and he's just saying like he's like he's, he then starts backing out out of this match no I think I think he tries to maybe he's like stomping grounds yeah I challenged stomping grounds not tonight I meant stomping grounds totally and then he tries to run away and then Samoa Joe just grabs him and puts him in the coquina clutch ah there it is there it is Ma- the match does not take place it does. Oh, I see. Like, like Slater tries to run away from the match, but it ends up just being a squash. Okay, during the match, sl- I see what you're saying. Slater grabs the mic and says that he's changing. That that, that says that he meant stomping rounds. <laughs> not tonight against Sabo. No, not not today. Stomping rounds for sure. And then he tries to run away. Samoa Joe grabs him and cocaine to clutch. Night, night. Heath Slater. And it's not like it's. And this is like not him. Ta- does he? Does he tap out immediately? Yeah, of course he's right. I mean, he taps out immediately, but then Samoa Joe doesn't let go. 
Oh, that just goes night night. Yeah. What, at what point is WWE going to change the Coquina Clutch to the night night? <laughs> that's are not a joke. Holy, that like there are parts of it that's a joke. Parts of it that are not actually. <laughs> Part of it where that could actually happen, and that's horrifying. So this Sunday, Mikey, is our stomping grounds pay per view. Yes. Just to give a little preview of what is to come this Sunday on your RSS feed is, in no particular order, Empresses of the Night versus the Iconics for the Women's Tag Team Championship. The Heath Slater 24-7 champion call-out. Ricochet versus Kofi Kingston in the WWE Championship Tournament Round 1 match. Natalia versus Dana Brooke versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair versus Zelina Vega versus Tamina versus Alexa Bliss an eight woman ladder match for the vacant SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Nice. Ruby Riot versus Shayna Baszler in a Falls Count Anywhere match. The Revival versus AOP versus The New Day versus The Usos in a SmackDown Live tag team four way champ for the championship, of course. Mm-hmm. Cesaro versus Pete Dunn for the Intercontinental Championship. And finally, we'll tip our cards here. If you've been going to challenge.com slash buy Drew to make your predictions of what's happening in the vacant WB Championship Tournament match. Again, if you make your, make enough correct predictions, you can win one free month of the wrestling streaming service of your choice. But a match that would have been Daniel Bryan versus Apollo Crews. Yes. We'll announce here now, I guess, if you haven't looked. Well, we already announced it, I guess, when we did our when we made that thing. Yeah. So uh, what I imagine that would have been Daniel Bryan versus Apollo Crews will be officially announced at Stomping Grounds, but it will be Daniel Bryan versus Finn Balor, a returning Finn Balor. Yes. Interesting. A, a, a demonless Finn Balor. Yes. Interesting to see what happens here mm-hmm. in this matchup. That, that matchup has like lots of like potential storyline capabilities. Yeah. So, I mean, just that, and that's like, yo, if, if there is like a, a tournament, if you were filling out your prediction for the for the vacant WWE Championship tournament that we're throwing, Mikey, mm-hmm. this is like uh, like your toss up match to me. Yeah. You can either go through the storyline of like Finn Balor losing, he's returning, but he loses to Daniel Bryan, or he wins. Yeah. To me, this is the toss-up. To me, this is like, uh, ah, I don't know. Yeah, this is a tough one. Similar to Dream and Reigns to an extent. And also sort of similar to Ricochet and Kingston. There are a lot of these matches, actually. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually actually way more of these than we thought. It's only going to get worse as the tournament goes on. Fair enough. Uh, It only gets harder from here. So, yes, again... Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. If you want to win one free month of the wrestling streaming service of your choice, then go to challenge, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash by Drew to fill out your prediction bracket with the most correct answers. You can win that one free month. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Mikey, are you following us on Twitter? Yes. Are you voting in Excitometer and booking polls? Well, I feel like I'd be biased. That's fair. <laughs> but but if you're not biased, or maybe you are, I guess, I don't care. Vote in our Excitometer and booking polls every Monday and Wednesday on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. So follow us so that you can vote in those polls when they come out. 
Ryan, I think you're forgetting about our YouTube channel where we post all of our pay-per-view reviews. And you have, I believe you have a new show? Yeah, I, I started a little bit of a pilot. Um, just sort of a little bit of pilot spinoff sort of situation show where basically, so, you know, Mikey and I were going to review uh, Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen, that episode coming out at some point. As soon as we figure out, as soon as well, as soon as fight for the fallen happens, and we figure it out, it might be already be out. Uh, but but we review it, so I wanted to do a little bit of preview in the eyes of the merit system, you know, the records, the stats, and everything. So I have a little bit of that. It's just quick little episodes, less than about you know about twenty minutes. So just go and listen to that. Why don't you? If you want to listen to a preview for. Um, anything like that. I mean, fight for the when this episode comes out, fight for the fallen's already happened. So uh, mm. I don't know. We'll still learn about some stats, I guess. Also, I got a Reddit post that has I think over a hundred points so far. So I'm I've been tracking it. I uploaded it for you. Thank you, my man. <laughs> Did you see it? And you were like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I saw it and I was like. This sounds familiar. Then I clicked the link and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this this seems right. Uh, I, I'm at 121 points and counting. Ah, <laughs> oh, all that karma. All that karma I'm getting. All of it. You're getting uh, so much karma. Having, and it's fun. I, it, there's a lot of discussion. Our slash squared circle loves their stats. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the, the interesting thing about it, Mikey, is that like obviously we don't know a lot about what they're doing. And there's a lot of discussion on that thread about, you know, People are saying that, like, they should, at a certain point, they need to refresh these stats every once in a while because it's going to get huge. Counting Mm -hmm. uh, tag team victories. Like, let's say the Young Bucks have a victory. Does that victory count towards the, their single wrestling, uh, you know, records? Uh, Yeah. A lot of people say no. A lot of people say sort of yes. Sort of Mm -hmm. back and forth. I mean, the problem being is just, like, we don't know. It's all Calvin Ball. Uh, where I'm sort of making up as I go along, as I do it. And posting these things actually kind of help me alter it as we move forward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, currently, if you are counting singles matches, if you are counting uh, tag teams as single victories as well for the individual wrestlers, mm-hmm. uh, Chucky e. T, Trent Veretta, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson are at the top of the leaderboard right now. Which I think is hilarious. Big match, Dustin. <laughs> Big match, Dustin. Shout out to user Mutant Magma for that quote. I love it. <laughs> so yes, so yes, listen to that. If you liked it, if you like that show, like that pilot episode, if you want to get it approved, hashtag checked is where you would get that. So oh yeah. So yes. So hash, so system check. Follow us on Twitter at hit the books pod at hit the books pod. Mm-hmm. Excite your meter and booking polls every Monday and Wednesday. We got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of content. Go tell people about it. Leave a review. That's what we we're forgetting. Leave a review on iTunes. More people can yes. find the show by just taking five minutes, less than five minutes out of your day and leaving a review on iTunes. So if you like what you hear, leave a review for the gosh darn please. So until next time, Mikey, we've got two words for you. Book it. Don't tell me!